Your business exists because you had the idea to start it. Everything begins in our minds. That's why your business results cannot outgrow your current level of thinking. Do you want to serve more clients, make more money, without working more or burning yourself out? Grow yourself first as a leader of your business, because that's who you are, a leader, even if you're the only person in your business right now. When you lead yourself first, the business results will always follow. My name is Maggie Perotkin. I'm an international business and leadership coach, an expert in business mindset, strategy, and high performance. I created the Diamond Effect podcast to help you elevate your thinking, expand your perspective, and through it, grow your business without overwhelm. So let's get started. Hello, hello, wonderful Diamond Effect leaders. Welcome to podcast episode 112. And today I want to talk about the secret sauce of always being attractive to your clients. And the sauce I'm going to talk about, it's not something magically acquired once and you'll always be attractive to your ideal client, but something that as a CEO of your business, you got to work on a consistent basis and that it's ingrained in the way you run and operate your business. It doesn't have to be hard. It's definitely not overwhelming. If anything, it reduces overwhelm, but it's something that it's intentional, something that you will want to almost become habitual in how you think about your business, how you run your business, how your business operates, and if you have a team, how they think about your business. So I'll reveal the equation or the sauce to you right now, and then I'll talk about it because there is one thing of you understanding the concept that I would teach you logically, which I'm sure you will, because it's nothing new, okay? And I've talked about it in many different ways already on this podcast, but it's a whole different thing of taking that applying it in your business and making it modus operandi, meaning making it a habit in the way you think about it almost subconsciously. The way you stay always competitive and the most attractive to your clients is when you combine strategy, planning of the execution of that strategy, and the bold execution together when it all flows seamlessly and that becomes part of your competitive advantage in itself. So let's start with strategy. What is strategy? A strategy is a theory to win. It's a theory of how you will serve your clients in a best possible way differently than other people in your market, so your competition, so that your client keeps choosing your business over anybody else. They keep coming back to you. They keep referring others and you are their solution of choice. They want and desire what you offer. Why I call strategy and theory? Because if you knew 100% how to do it, you would already be doing it, right? It's something strategy. It's a creative 
idea or a number of logical decisions based on you knowing your ideal client, you understanding the market and the environment you're in in your business, you knowing yourself and understanding what's important to you, your right to your mission, vision, and values. And based on that, you make very logical, cohesive decisions on this is how I think we will win. This is how I think we will attract ideal clients. And this is why they'll choose me or us over others. So there has to be certain foundation and strategy. And that foundation, as I said, is your mission, vision, values, your knowledge of the ideal client, your knowledge of business and the market you operate in. So it needs to be also bold and a little bit scary because if we've never done something before, something new and something bold, it will be naturally scary. So if you have something that you call strategy, but you're like, oh, it's a piece of cake, piece of cake, I'm 100% sure it's going to work and it doesn't require any courage on my end, then maybe that strategy is not the best. I just want to challenge you on that, okay? Because what competitive advantage means is that you stand out from others. And to stand out from others, we got to be bold. We got to try things that are new and maybe unproven for us. And maybe something that you don't see a lot of people doing or you're doing it in a brand new way. And that will usually bring some kind of fear or doubt into your mind. And that's okay. That means you're on the right track. So once you have a strategy, from that you should create a plan of action. So plan shouldn't be just organizing a disjointed bunch of actions you think you should take or kind of a to-do list, standalone thing, because that creates really chaos and you're just organizing the chaos. Plan of actions is you then taking that strategy and thinking through implementing it and what type of actions would be needed for that implementation. And then you organize those actions into your week and month and day to day, right? Then you plan those actions. That's what a proper strategic plan is. I'm not going to talk a lot about planning here because I did talk about planning a ton in this podcast so you can always scroll down and sort of look through planning episodes. I want to focus today on execution, meaning implementation of the theory of your scientific ideas of how am I going to keep attracting my ideal clients? How am I going to stay on top of their mind? And how am I going to show them that I'm so amazing that they keep wanting to come back to me and choose me over anybody else? Because the strategy itself and then breaking it down into actionable tasks, it's actually the easiest part. Okay, and it's the fastest. If you ever get stuck for too long in making decisions on strategy or on plan, 
then you got to ask for help. As a business owner, you cannot be taking months or weeks on making those decisions, right? Yes, they need to be informed and educated, but ultimately, business is all about creating progress and progress comes from taking actions. The trap that very often our brains puts us when it comes to business is that when we pose theory itself, the strategy and the actions that we need to take, that those will immediately create results that we want. And the brain forgets that implementation itself, it's a process. And in that process, as we implement the strategy, we will also be developing certain skills that we either don't have or we need to up level in order to get new results. Whatever skills we have right now, whatever level of that skills is, is creating your current results in your business. So if you want to create bigger and better results, that will inadvertently mean up-leveling your skills. And implementation of the strategy is part of that process, right? The strategy guides you on up-leveling those skills. Just think about it the same way. If you, let's say you swim and you're swimming as a leisure and now you want to start swimming competitively in order to start winning in competitions, you will need to get your swimming skills to the next level. The current level of skills just allows you to enjoy swimming, but in order to win, you got to work on your speed, work on your technique and things like that. And when you think about it, sports, our brain kind of understands that process, that only because I decided that I'm going to win in competitions doesn't mean that the first time I try, I'm going to win. There's some work involved in there, but somehow it forgets to translate that into business. Sometimes our brain thinks that, oh, I pause a theory and strategy of how am I going to win in business and the first attempt I should win. Otherwise, that means the strategy or theory is wrong or I don't know how to be a business owner and I'm bad at this and, you know, I get defeated and I don't keep trying. The brain forgets that in business too, there is some skills that you need to continuously grow and up level in order to keep getting better and better results, meaning growing your business. Success in entrepreneurship, it's all in doing, implementing, tweaking and improving and figuring out what works and why and what doesn't and why and so on. Because that's really learning. Implementation is where learning happens, where you grow. Because then as you implement, and let's say you improve your sales skills or marketing skills or service delivery skills, or you improve the operations or customer journey and experience, you become through that journey, a person that then creates those bigger, better results, right? Those wins in the competition. And when you reach one level, let's say regional competition, if you wanted to go to the national level, you got to up level your skills. And I will give you an example in my own journey 
with emails and copy. When I started writing emails, I haven't really written those type of emails that copy with a message, with some advice, and then a call to action for my clients to either come to my webinar or sign up for a free consult or whatever the the call to action was ever in my life. I've never written them before I started my business. So I didn't expect that my first emails would create tons of clients. Of course, I was hoping that people will read them, that maybe some of them would take me upon the call to action, which happened, but it wasn't, you know, an instant success. Right? <laughs> it's been a couple of years now that I'm practicing that skill. And I am way better than I was two years ago. My emails are sharper, much more clearer. Uh, they bring even more value to my ideal clients. I get more results in terms of my call to actions, but I also know I can get so much better in that skill. As we grow and develop skills, it's not something once and done. It's not that just once you arrive, you can always get better. And especially when you're implementing the strategy and you're implementing a particular thing within that, like for me, for example, email marketing, as long as you can see that you can always sign more clients or invite more people to whatever you're calling them to do, that means you can get better in that skill. If not, if the amount of people that are taking you up on your offers you know can be higher, that means you have skills to grow and improve. That's all that it is to it. Okay, it's that simple. It has nothing to do with your ideal clients not wanting what you want or there not being enough people who want what you want. It's all about you just growing your skill set in attracting those people and inviting them to see all the value you have to offer to them and then feel compelled to say yes to you and give you a try and pay for your offers and become your clients. When I was running a coaching clinic last month, I had someone come in and ask me, okay, well, how do you know that the things you're implementing are working or not? How do you know when you just need to keep going and getting better at your skill? Or maybe it's something that completely doesn't work and you should just drop doing it. So what I want to say is that when your strategy is sound, so it has a strong foundation that I talked about in the beginning, and you follow this process. So you create the strategy, then you derive your plan of action from that strategy. It's not like I have a strategy that maybe I asked a business coach to help me create, and then I put it in the drawer and I completely forgot about it. And what I do is just a number of actions that I picked up from friends and just looking at the others, right? The actions you take have to be derived from that strategy. And when you follow the process of I implement, I learn from it, I see what's working, what's not, and why, and so on, and you just keep going and learning and going and learning, you will when? Because the strategy is sound. 
And with evaluating your implementation, you will be able to see really what's within it that's working, what's within it is not, and so on. So you will be able to quickly evaluate that as opposed to when I'm picking random things and I'm working towards them and I'm trying to implement them and they're not working, then it's harder to say, is it the decision itself? So like what I'm doing is not working or is it my skill in implementing it? So without a strategy, there's definitely more chance than whatever you're doing is just a wrong thing that you picked and that's why it's not working. But also what I don't want to say that, oh, if I have a strategy, therefore it will work 100% of the time, always what I pick to do. And I'm always right just because I was strategic in my decision making. That's not what I want to say. Nobody's perfect. We all make decisions that were not the best, even when we think them through and they're sound and we, you know, evaluate based on our clients' needs and their problems in the market and so on. But that's when evaluation of implementation comes in on a regular basis and understanding the market you're in, right? So you can assess. But when you do that, when you create strategy, when you make those logical decisions, Whatever you decide is so much more likely to be the right thing to implement rather than pull those things out of the hat or just because others are doing it. So then you have more confidence in your decisions and you can focus on testing them and building your skill set as you do that to give yourself the best chance of success. And one more thing than having a strategy and then a plan derived from it and then implementing that plan is that it helps you avoid a bunch of unnecessary mistakes. Again, doesn't mean everything will go perfect and easy, but you will prevent yourself from challenges that you didn't need to have. Again, again, if you bring that to sports, I don't know much about golf, but I know there's like different types of clubs that help you hit the ball in different terrain, like uphill and maybe different grass or sand and so on, right? So imagine you didn't plan ahead and you brought only one club for the entire golf game and you had to overcome the challenges on the golf course with that one club, how much more difficult it would be as opposed to when you planned for it and you, you know, brought clubs for sand and uphill and long shots and short shots and so on. It wouldn't mean that the game itself would be super easy, simple, and you would win it without the effort, but you would make it so much more easier for yourself to win. So that's what strategy does. It prevents you from creating unnecessary challenges for yourself. Now, sometimes I see business owners make a bunch of mistakes, especially in their marketing and sales strategy and process that they don't even realize they make because they just don't know any better. And in order to avoid mistakes, you also need to realize if there was any ones you're making right now and why and how to fix them. And I want to talk to you about it in more details in the webinar that is upcoming on how to sign consistent clients without DMs 
or ads. In there, in the beginning portion of the teachings, I will talk about most common mistakes that business owners make in my marketing and sales. I will tell you how to fix them. So then you can improve maybe the current strategy you have by just quickly learning what to tweak, what to avoid, what not to do or what to do better. Okay, so I invite you to join me in the webinar. It's this coming Monday, August 28th at 2 p.m. I'll leave the sign up link for you in the show notes. And with that invite, I also want to just invite you to spend some time thinking about this episode and spend some time thinking about how right now in your business, you incorporate strategy, then planning of actions from that strategy and implementation. Are you using this trio to stay attractive to your clients? Because again, it all starts with the source. It all starts with strategy that comes from thinking about your clients and understanding them better and knowing them better and serving them better. Or do you have holes somewhere in there, whether it's in strategy or planning or implementation? And if you have holes in there, how could you fill them in? So again, you operate with that mindset that one comes from the other, and then you just keep implementing and improving and reaching new levels of growth in your business. All right, that's all that I had for you this week. Have a fantastic week and talk to you next Friday. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at starwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.